Hi, today I'm joined by Thomas Gumare. Um, Thomas is a developer and he kicked off uh, a project, Eper Bitcoin City. Um, Eper in English is Ypres, which is a city situated in the Flanders fields. And um, well, yeah, uh, welcome, Thomas, for joining us. Um, can you tell me or explain me how you came up with this project? Well, yeah, actually, um, a couple of years ago, I don't know, it's more than a couple of years ago, uh, a friend of me started telling me about Bitcoin and I thought, well, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and then uh, uh, one time later, I saw the same friend again and he... I was at his home and he had a big machinery standing there and it made a lot of noise <laughs> and that was a bitcoin miner and he explained to me how he made money with with that and uh i got curious and started looking things up about bitcoin and then i saw that in Kent um there was a meetup and i went to that place so i already bought some bitcoins on an exchange and but i didn't know do i have the right wallet is it am i doing it good or is it something that i'm doing wrong so i i went to i went to Kant. yeah before you continue perhaps for the audience when you talk about bitcoin what is it exactly what is bitcoin? oh yeah um bitcoin is actually well, it's quite difficult to explain what is Bitcoin in short, but when I have to explain it to merchants, I don't have a lot of time. So um, I usually begin with saying it's a, it's like a currency, like you have the US dollar or you have the British pound. Um, you also have the euro and you have the Bitcoin. So just like um, the currency, you have an exchange rate. Uh, so one euro is 1.1 dollar and one euro is also 500 and something Bitcoin. Uh, one Bitcoin is 500 and something euro. Um, so, um, it's a kind of money and people can keep it just like, re uh, like other money, uh, to say, to have savings, but except for, um, not like other money, you don't have a central authority that controls it. Uh, so there's no central bank, uh, like the European Central Bank, who can decide we're going to print some extra. And why is that important? Well, um, if you have a grandpa or a grandma, she will always nag that in my days, everything was much cheaper. <laughs> and that's true. When you look at it, if you draw a graph from 90, 1955 till today, prices have risen 7.5 times what they are, what they were then. So inflation every year you have 1%, 2%, 3% inflation, but you have to add those up every time. So 1% is actually 1% plus the inflation of the year before, plus the inflation of the year before. So actually things get more expensive uh, year after year. Yes. Um, that's because 
money is printed uh, or not really on paper, but on a computer uh, added to the system okay. continuously. And the people who are in charge of that uh, decide to make extra money. And Bitcoin is it's different. Bitcoin is actually a computer protocol. So like you have POP3 to send emails or you have HTTP for websites. You have uh, the new uh, computer protocol to transfer money. Um, so you can now send. So, so it's digital, digital money that you can transact between people. Yes. And, and that's what you saw uh, in Bitcoin City in Ghent, uh, the city of Ghent. Yes. There you went to a meetup and, and, and how did it roll? How, what was the trigger to say, now I, I definitely want to kick off now this project in Bitcoin Eper City. How did you came up with the idea? Well, I, I, I always um, were a bit um, disappointed when I went to Ghent, Bitcoin City, because the first time I went there, I assumed I, I took my iPad with me <laughs> because I didn't have a smartphone uh, and I had some Bitcoins put on it. I was very proud it had worked. <laughs> um, and I took my iPad and I said to the, can we pay in this cafe with Bitcoin? And they said, no, uh, we don't, we only have three places at Ghent where we can pay with Bitcoin. And here is not a place. We don't have a cafe yet where we can pay in Bitcoin. Uh, so I, so I said, oh, that's, that's a shame. And we, we should do something about that. And, uh, other people said, said the same. And then they went doing a tour in Ghent to a lot of merchants and they had a lot of merchants always coming extra and extra and suddenly we could do a meetup at a cafe and pay with Bitcoin and I found that wow that's fantastic we can pay our drinks with Bitcoin um, so uh, afterwards they had the grand opening of Ghent Bitcoin slot and they had 27 merchants that accepted Bitcoin and all day we walked in Ghent to all shops, to uh, restaurants, cafes, and we didn't have to open our wallet with euros. We could pay everything in euros. Um, in, in Bitcoin? You mean. Uh, Bitcoin, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was, that was great because uh, after I have, I had educated myself about Bitcoin, I had made a rule for myself. I want to be one of the first people who steps out of um, of the euro. I want to pay as much as possible in Bitcoin. And I want to give up my bank account as soon as I can. Because okay. I don't want to be um, dependent on the decisions of my bank. All right. As has been shown actually today, again, uh, today a bank uh, has been drawn in the license, the banking license, a Belgian bank. Uh, so all the people who have money there um, actually can't access their money anymore until the bank is released. I, I posted it on Twitter, I forgot the name, uh, but the name of the bank, but that's the same in Greece, the same in Cyprus. And I think we're going to have it more and more, those situations.
So this is clear an advantage. You are more in control of, of your money. And I, I can imagine that that day in Ghent, when you had these 27 merchants accepting Bitcoin and that you can transact that, uh, directly, that triggered you to start off uh, yeah. Bitcoin Ipper City. Can, I, you, can, I, you, can you tell, tell me uh, how was your experience to start a project like that? Um, how, well, how is that? <laughs> I was very jealous of Ghent. <laughs> I, uh, let's be honest, I was jealous. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's what the argument to say. Now I'm going to start my own Bitcoin projects. I could move to Ghent or I could start at my own city and try to do the same thing. And then I, I, I asked the guys, so how, how did you get this thing started because when I come here, I hear all these people talking about Bitcoin and beyond blockchain and all those technologies uh, of, uh, you know, Bitcoin. Um, and they said, oh, you can start with a meetup. And meetup is a social media for work groups. Actually, when you organize something on meetup.com, um, you you can say I I will organize a meetup and whoever is interested in the subject it can be uh, it can be a meetup about beers about uh, foreign languages or Bitcoin for example <laughs> uh, so I started such a meetup and I went to the cafe where I had organized the meetup. Um, and I supposed, okay, I will sit here and nobody will come. <laughs> but at least it's not the worst place on earth to sit. It's in a cafe. So, um. It was in a pub, you mean? Yeah, in a, in a pub. Sorry. So you, you had a good beer and you were, you did there your, your first meetup. So. Yeah, I did. Uh, I, it was at eight o'clock. Um, so it was eight thirty. My beer was empty and I said, okay, let's go home. This was nothing, <laughs> but uh, just when I was about to go home, somebody entered the cafe and uh, the pub, sorry, um, and asked, uh, "Is it uh, here to do to the meetup uh, of people Bitcoin stuff?" And I said, "Oh yes," <laughs> and so we were too. Um, and well, it wasn't like in Ghent, of course. We was just two guys talking about Bitcoin, and the other person was a developer just like me, but he was more kind of freelance. Um, and yeah, we started sharing what we wanted to do with the project. And uh, well, it turned out it would be something different like Kent. We were uh, obviously not the same size. How many habitants do you do they live there in the city? After after World War One, we had zero inhabitants, and now we are on thirty-three thousand. So, <laughs> uh, but that's nothing compared to Ghent because Ghent has, I think, three hundred and eighty thousand or something. Uh, and it is a city of students. It is, uh, but yeah, that was always the argument. Oh, that's never going to work here. And many merchants. Uh, where we went, where I went to ask, could you accept Bitcoin? The first thing they said, oh yeah, but that's something for the big cities. That's something for Brussels and Antwerp. 
not here, nobody knows Bitcoin. Um, I had to um, to have arguments against all those arguments, <laughs> counter arguments. What kind of obstructions did you receive uh, that people? So the, the most difficult uh, arguments uh, the merchants have to accept Bitcoin is um, saying like, "Oh, we only have old customers." You know it's not true, uh, but when they say something like that, yeah, whatever you're gonna say, you, you know, they're not interested. That's uh, you might as well not even try if they come with such an argument. Uh, but as soon as they start showing interest and start asking reasonable questions. Uh, you know, you, you have quite a chance. Um, but I found that you have to be armed with a whole lot of things. Uh, like you need flyers, you need an example, uh, you need to have a, an iPad and a smartphone to show the merchant how easy it is. And, uh, you have to give all the guarantees and uh, you have to have other merchants who already accepted uh, references. There it works, so it's no problem. Uh, you can call me, you can email me and always reply very fast. You, you have to be a seller. And actually, I'm a very bad seller because uh, I, I'm a technical person. Uh, I'm a programmer. and. Uh, when somebody comes to uh, try to sell me something in the company and it's a commercial person, I always hook up because I ask a technical question and some most of the time they, oh, we have to ask or, and, you know, commercial people are very good in what they should do, but I come along better with the technical persons <laughs> and do... To sell as a technical person some somebody something to a merchant who is usually a commercial person. It, it seems a little bit weird, but because you're, you, what are you selling? You're just um, more, I guess, uh, promoting a, way, a new way of payment in which you are you paid uh, in, in any way? No, I'm not paid. Uh, so. This is uh, something everybody thinks uh, when I come in and I start doing my explanation. Um, everybody thinks I'm, uh, I'm uh, selling them something. And that's the hardest thing to, to tell, uh, that I don't earn anything about it directly. And directly I do. Uh, but directly I don't earn a cent, whether they accept Bitcoin or not, actually. I could say I couldn't care less, but I do care a lot. <laughs> um, but I, I'm not paid, no. Um, and I don't want to be paid because, uh, well, it's for the greater good. You know, you have to start somewhere. And if I want to live without a bank and I can't spend my Bitcoin anywhere, then I won't be able to live without my bank. <laughs> it's a vicious yeah. circle. So yeah. it's it's in order to get one of my big goals that I do it, and that's more important than being paid for 
yeah, for trying to sell something. What what is the greatest um, experience that you had with a with a merchant? Uh, um, well, <laughs> uh, the greatest I wouldn't say the greatest, but uh, the funniest is a merchant who asked me for about more than two hours about Bitcoin and always kept on asking. And in the end said, oh, well, I'm not interested. <laughs> so he had asked me more than an hour. I had bought something there and he has asked me more than an hour. And what about, I, I was even explaining the blockchain and all the all the underlying technology because we he really took the time yeah. and then suddenly he knocked off and said okay i'm not interested thank you <laughs> and like you can go now and <laughs> that was yeah that was actually funny but um, but, but i can imagine that a merchant <clears throat> is is interested when when he sees uh, an advantage for 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 yeah, him using it and and what what are the triggers that you that you tell to the merchant to, to persuade them of uh, the the possibilities of this new technology? Well, the thing is, um, it's actually a win-win situation. Uh, so uh, the merchant wins because when he does a Visa or Mastercard or bank contact, the Belgian bank cards. Uh, transaction, the merchant always has to pay. Um, so I, I have contacted uh, Ingenicool, which is a company who does that, you know, accept, accepting bank cards. And it's quite expensive, you know. Uh, uh, and, uh, there was a message in the news, sorry, um, in which a merchant told he pays 3000 something every year uh, to the company in, to accept uh, Visa, MasterCard, etc. With Bitcoin, it's actually free. You don't have to pay uh, an annual fee. You don't have to pay a fee every transaction. No percentage, no hidden costs, nothing. All you have to have is a computer screen with internet connection. Yeah. Or a tablet or a smartphone. If you have a browser, it's hundred percent free. So, so I, as a merchant, I have to to to, to run an, an application on a tablet or or, or to, to to be able to accept Bitcoin or. Uh... Yeah, you have to have uh, uh, an explorer so like uh, Google Chrome or Internet Explorer, uh, in which you can paste the URL or have a shortcut um, and that's it. If you have that, you can type in uh, the amount. So for example, 15 euro. And then uh, we have a company, Bitcasa, who works together with us and they switch the Bitcoin that I pay to the merchant. So I don't actually pay the Bitcoin to the merchant, but I pay to Bitcasa. And they immediately exchange it to euros. Okay, so, uh, so so to recap, I am yeah. a merchant. Yeah. There is someone who comes in the store to buy yeah. something. I yeah. say, okay, I accept Bitcoin. The person is willing to pay with Bitcoin. 
So mm -hmm. I will take a tablet, I will launch an, an application from BitCasa, that, that's it. Huh? And the URL on your web browser. Okay, then the person will, will pay with, uh, how will he pay? Because he, he, he doesn't have... Well, uh, the person, the, the, the client, the customer has Bitcoins on his smartphone. Okay. Um, and he has a Bitcoin wallet. Um, and he scans your QR code. So the merchant will type in, it's 15 euro, and a QR code will appear. Um, the merchant then shows the QR code to the customer. The customer scans the QR code with his Bitcoin wallet and the, the payment is on its way. And then as soon as the merchant sees a green screen, uh, Bitcasa guarant uh, guarantees uh, that they will pay 15 euros to their bank account immediately. Okay, so, so I as a merchant, I receive immediately the equivalent yeah. in euro on in my euro. bank account. So that's that's a very big advantage for a merchant as he probably doesn't have any places where he can spend the Bitcoins to his uh, Coca-Cola company, for example, or to his brewer, if it's a cafe. Um, so, uh, they don't accept uh, Bitcoin. Also, his accountant works with euros. So for them, it's a lot easier if it's simply in euro. And uh, this, it's too big of a step to let the merchant immediately accept Bitcoin and keep the Bitcoin. Because mm -hmm. then, yeah, he has to go somewhere with the Bitcoin and he has to write it in his accountants. Uh, when he has it with Bitcoin and Euro, it's simply a, yeah, a payment just like you have, you, you get it from Visa or MasterCard. It's exactly the same. Okay. So, um, well, I, I guess that that's a great uh, functionality to accept Bitcoin. How many merchants uh, are, are starting to use this, uh, this uh, system to accept uh, Bitcoin? Well, here in Ipers, uh, we have 11, oh, Ipers and the surrounding villages, uh, we have 11, um, but I'm in contact with some more, of course, but um, we also have the electric company, uh, which is Elegant. Uh, I have initiated uh, the contact and begged them <laughs> to accept Bitcoin. And they would, and so uh, there is also a shop in Machelen, uh, Kringloopenko, uh, second hand store. Uh, yeah, um, here in Ipers or in Ipers, sorry, um, the I, I I'm a bit I I have a strategy, you know I the I don't ask the shops where I go very often yet because those shops i don't want to miss them <laughs> so i want to have all the arguments with me i want to be able to say there and there and there and there they already accept it um, so i'm a bit uh waiting for when i have like 15 or 20 i will go to an important shop for me again but you know there are some important shops already who who accept it and you know, we have a cafe, we have a fast food restaurants too. 
so that's that's quite something, you know. You can go to Ipers and spend the day here, and you know, like half of what you spent, you can do in Bitcoin. <laughs> it's not like can't yet, but we're getting somewhere. Okay, so you're really good, well, spreading the word, and and you are using good tactics to to have first a good install base before addressing the the, the most important uh, well, shops. And, yeah, but and... I don't I don't want to say that the shops I addressed first aren't important. Weren't important, you know. And are there other <coughs> other ways to, that you do to prom to promote uh, Bitcoin? Yeah, well. Um, I don't know if I told about this, but you have to have um, you have to have stuff with you. Uh, you have to have a, a website that looks okay. You need uh, flyers, so when people come in the store uh, and they ask the merchant, uh, "What's that sticker on your door?" from so, you know we have those stickers. We accept Bitcoin. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we have those stickers, and they're pasted on the on the windows of the of the shops who accept Bitcoin. And um, when somebody in a store is asked what is Bitcoin, and the merchant has to answer, yeah, <laughs> it's much better when they can say, "Oh, there's a flyer over there, take one." And so we have. Uh, <laughs> those flyers here yeah. yeah great great there's also yeah it's a, it's a pdf there's also a pdf i can uh, send the link probably yeah uh, I, I would say i would suggest to paste the, the reference link to that pdf flyer because it might it might inspire other people as well um it, it is in dutch though of course because okay. uh, we all speak Dutch over here. Not all of them, because Ipers is quite often visited by British tourists because of the war, uh, as you mentioned before. Um, is is there is there a tip that you could give for perhaps someone who listens to this talk says, "Well, I would like to start uh, with meetups, and I would like to promote and be an ambassador for Bitcoin." Uh, is there a tip that you can give, um, Thomas? Uh, yeah. Uh, the first thing I would say, don't let yourself be discouraged about how few people come. Um, you know, I, it's, a, it's a thing that has to grow and it grows, but it grows slowly. You know, everybody does it in his spare time. Uh, nobody gets paid for it. Sometimes you can come, sometimes you can't because of situations. And we have meetups with only three or four persons, but we also have meetups with eight or nine persons, which is for Kent still very few. Uh, but for us, oh, we had eight or nine people today. Wow. <laughs> and that's something different, of course. And uh, when, when you have to start and you can accept that you can start from something small and you will see it grow, that's that's beautiful and and you you take small steps and you ask advice uh, you can always email me so where can people um, contact you if they want to have more information um... well we have a website you put bitcoinstart.be um i'll paste the link as well <laughs> 
on the website there is some information. There's a, a part on it which says Uitleg in Dutch. In English, it's, I think, uh, explanation. Uh, wait, I'll check it out. It's intro. And when you click on, click here to send, uh, to find out more about it, there's, uh, a short explanation how you can buy Bitcoin, what you can do with it. Um, but all very brief, of course, uh, because it's like, Bitcoin in one minute. Um, okay, but they have a good introduction yet. So um... exactly. Also, uh, contact bitcasa.nl because if you would like to start a, a Bitcoin City project, um, they they are very good help. They supported me very much, and you know, even sometimes in the middle of the night. If you send a message immediately, you get an answer. That's that's something really unseen. <laughs> that's good support, I would say. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Okay, I thank you, Thomas, for taking the time to to have this chat, and um, I think we have now a very clear idea of how to spread the Bitcoin for merchants in a in a city like Ypres. Um, thank you again for for ha taking the time to to come up and well, uh, thank you for inviting me. Uh, bye. See you next time. Bye. Bye.